Life is made up of choices, both big and small. One of the most important choices we can make is what we'll do with the things God has given us. God wants to give us a full life, and He can work through not only our talents, but also our experiences and even our weaknesses and mistakes to make a difference in the world. Our choice is whether or not we'll trust Him and use these things for good, or live a small life held back by fear or selfishness. In the parable of the talents, Jesus helps us understand God by telling us about a man who goes on a journey and entrusts his servants with his things while he's gone. We can learn from this story that when we see how much God trusts and believes in us, we'll trust him too. Matthew 25, verse 14 to 15. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who was going to another place for a visit. Before he left, he called for his servants and told them to take care of his things while he was gone. He gave one servant five bags of gold, another servant two bags of gold, and a third servant one bag of gold, to each one as much as he could handle. Then he left. So your boss leaves for a trip. He trusts you and your two friends with his gold, but he gives you different amounts based on how much he thinks you can handle. How would you be feeling about yourself if you got fewer bags than your friends? What if you got more bags? The way you think or feel right now will determine the choices you make. Let's look at the different ways each servant sees this situation and how they respond to their boss as a result. Matthew 25, verse 16 to 18. The servant who got five bags went quickly to invest the money and earned five more bags. In the same way, the servant who had two bags invested them and earned two more. But the servant who got one bag went out and dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. If you got the two or the five bags, you're probably feeling pretty believed in. It doesn't matter how many bags you got. Your boss trusted you with what he gave you, and you get to work right away. You set up some phone calls, schedule a meeting, and head out to your first fancy lunch with a potential business partner. And that lunch goes well. And then maybe some of your decisions don't go well. Maybe you even lose some of the money and panic starts to set in. What if you can't do this? What if your boss made a mistake and you mess it all up? You have two choices, quit and give in to your fear or get back up again. You think about your boss and you know you have to keep trying. He knows you well and he believed in you maybe more than you even believed in yourself. Confidence boosted, you get up, dust yourself off, and get back to work. Days turn into weeks, and weeks turn into months. Some days go better than others, but you always get up and keep going, remembering that you're doing this for your boss and not for yourself, grateful that he trusted you to do your best with his gold. Early one morning, just as you get up and make your coffee as usual, your phone buzzes with a calendar meeting invitation. The boss is coming back to town. Matthew 25, verse 19 to 20 and 23. After a long time, the master came home and asked the servants what they did with his money. The servant who was given five bags of gold brought five more bags to the master and said, Master, you trusted me to care for five bags of gold, so I used your five bags to earn five more. The master answered, You did well. You were a good and loyal servant. 
Because you were loyal with small things, I will let you care for much greater things. Come and share my joy with me. So you arrive excitedly and nervously to meet your boss. His eyes light up as he hears the stories you tell him about all the adventures you had trying to do your best with what he gave you. You breathe a sigh of relief as he tells you what a great job you've done. It doesn't even matter to him how much you've made. He's moved by your loyalty and tells you about the exciting things he has planned for you next. He trusts you with even greater things than you could have imagined. But in the midst of all your celebrating, you suddenly wonder whatever happened to your other friend with the one bag of gold. Matthew 25, verse 24 to 27. Then the servant who had been given one bag of gold came to the master and said, Master, I knew that you were a hard man. You harvest things you did not plant. Their crops where you did not sow any seed. So I was afraid and went and hid your money in the ground. Here's your bag of gold. The master answered, You are a wicked and lazy servant. You say you knew that I harvest things I did not plant and that I gather crops where I did not sow any seed. So you should have put my gold in the bank. Then when I came home, I would have received my gold back with interest. Imagine you got the one bag of gold. You had to look on as your friends got two and five bags. But your boss apparently thinks you can only handle one. Feels like no matter what you do, you can never be good enough for him. What if you lose the one bag he gave you? I don't think he'd ever forgive you. Besides, you'd much rather spend your time investing your own money and enjoying the profits yourself. Just like your friends, you are faced with a choice. Give your all with what you've been given or play it safe. You've chosen to see your boss as harsh, mean, and unfair. So you don't really think he'll have your back if you take a risk and it goes badly and you decide to play it safe. Matthew 25, verse 28 to 29. So the master told his other servants, take the bag of gold from that servant and give it to the servant who has 10 bags of gold. Those who have much will get more and they will have much more than they need. But those who do not have much will have everything taken away from them. So while you managed to temporarily hold on to your one bag of gold, you missed out on something else really important. Because you held back, you didn't get to discover that what your boss really wanted from you was not a flawless performance, but your heart. He didn't care how much money you made back from what you were given. All he wanted was for you to respond to his generous trust in you and do something with it, hoping you'd trust him enough to put yourself aside and invest his way. He wasn't being harsh or mean. He just knew you could do really well with that one bag. We can learn something from each of these people. When we have a wrong view of God, we will hold back, play it safe, and miss out on the opportunities he's giving us. But when we see that he loves us, cares about us no matter what, and trusts us enough to give us the talents we have, we can have the confidence to take risks and travel the road he's marked out for us, even if it takes us somewhere we didn't expect. We have with us today our video editor here at Deep Spirituality, Nathan Schaefernoth, who knows all too well about God using his talents in ways he didn't expect. Nathan, tell us your story about how you have had to learn to trust God's plan and appreciate the things God has entrusted you with. I love what I do as a video editor, but the road to getting here was a winding one. I actually went to college for kinesiology, which is movement science. It's like physical therapy, which is about as far as you can get from video production. Then after I graduated, I took a job doing entry-level accounting because I just needed a job. 
and I was willing to learn. I had a great mentor that taught me how to work hard, be detail-oriented, and have integrity with whatever work you're given. No offense to accountants, my wife is an accountant, but that isn't what I wanted to do with my career for the rest of my life. I had to wrestle with God to believe he had a plan for my life, and if I keep trusting in him and have the willingness to work hard with whatever he put before me, then I'd get to where he wants me to be. I'm reminded of the scripture in Jeremiah 29, 11, God promises he has plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. If God promises he has a prosperous plan for me, then I can't fail. I just have to trust him and be willing to go through the door that he opens. After I eventually became proficient at my accounting work, I was able to help a coworker with video editing. I was willing to help and learn, and I learned a lot. Taking online courses after work hours, going to YouTube University to learn and soak in as much as I could. And I eventually was given the opportunity to be a full-time video and podcast producer here on the Deep Spirituality team. I connected the dots later that God always put into my heart to tell stories, to inspire people through compelling stories to help them change. And he was leading me from kinesiology to accounting to video production, all the while teaching me the character qualities and skills along the way because he promises he has a plan. Thanks, Nathan. So in closing, ask yourself, what talents has God given me? Do I believe I have exactly what I need to live a fulfilling and impactful life? Don't compare yourself to anyone else. Make a choice to trust God enough to put your bags of gold to work today, knowing that He believes in you, will take care of you, and will use your faith to make a difference. That wraps up our story for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe and leave us a nice review. Have any questions or stories you wanna hear? Drop us a line at podcast at deepspirituality.com.